It's Thursday, April 13, 2023. Today's actions will accelerate our ongoing transition to a clean vehicle's future. Biden EPA kicks off next phase of electric vehicle revolution. Crunch time and contentious negotiations over water cuts from the declining Colorado River. Plus, the smoke is definitely toxic. Massive plastics fire in Indiana expected to burn for days. Is that Indiana State Fire Chief Steve Jones? Yes, it is. Indiana's Jones? Yes. All of those good stories and bad jokes straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Toyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. A new study shows that climate change is leading to more major league home runs, attributing at least 500 additional homers from 2010 to 2019 to Earth's human-made warming. And and I'm being told the New York Yankees have offered carbon dioxide a $400 million contract. Seems only fair. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doran, I'd like to apologize for my behavior so far. What do you have for us in today's Green News Report? Well, first, another chemical disaster, this time in eastern Indiana. More than 2,000 residents of the town of Richmond remain evacuated after a massive fire at a plastics recycling facility ignited on Tuesday. The cause is under investigation. All employees are accounted for. Fire officials say the massive plume of toxic smoke from the fire is, quote, definitely toxic, and warned mm. those downwind to shelter in place or leave the area. The fire is expected to burn for several more days. So this fire comes on the same day or the day after the Biden administration's EPA was trying to curb pollution from plastics factories? Yes, ironic, isn't it? It sure is. The fire highlights the never-ending toxicity of plastics and the fossil fuels they're made from. And now a landmark new study finds that plastics are responsible for a wide range of health impacts, including cancers and birth defects. The first-of-its-kind analysis examined the entire plastics life cycle, from extraction of the oil for manufacturing to dumping in landfills and oceans. The analysis found harm primarily to workers at plastics manufacturing and recycling plants and to residents near those facilities, linked to higher rates of cardiovascular disease, toxic metal poisoning, birth defects, and lung cancer. Not good. The researchers say the widespread hazardous impacts are magnified by low rates of recycling and the persistence of plastic pollution in the environment. They recommend a global treaty to control the manufacture and use of plastics, which is now under development by the United Nations. Good luck with that. In the contentious negotiations over water allocations from the rapidly declining Colorado River, the Biden administration this week laid out stark choices facing seven western states that rely on the river, which is in steep decline due to chronic overconsumption and historic mega drought. The draft proposal is focused on keeping two of the nation's largest reservoirs from reaching Deadpool status when levels are so low that water cannot flow past the dams. The 
proposals are pretty dire trade-offs. One path would cut by an equal percentage across the board for all users, potentially as much as 25 percent, which would hit California the hardest and trigger litigation. The other would preserve California's senior legal water rights and prioritize its farming regions that feed the nation, but would leave little for Arizona and Nevada. I'm guessing California likes that second option better. The states have until summer to reach an agreement or the Interior Department will impose cuts. Finally, in a major announcement, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan this week proposed strict new tailpipe pollution limits that would put the United States at the forefront of the global transition to electric vehicles. That'd be nice. If adopted, the new standards would begin in model year 2027 and would effectively require more than half of all new cars and light trucks sold in the United States to be electric by 2030. The draft rules do not mandate electric vehicles or ban gas-powered models and instead leave it up to automakers to decide how best to reduce overall fleet pollution. If the rules are adopted as proposed, EPA scientists say it would cut car and truck pollution and carbon emissions in half within a decade. EPA estimates the benefits of the new standards would exceed costs, saving consumers on average $12,000 over the life of a vehicle and revitalize American manufacturing. Plus, cutting pollution and greenhouse gas emissions will deliver massive savings on public health and climate costs. That's close to $2 trillion in net benefits and over 10 billion tons of CO2 emissions avoided. This is historic news. It may be historic, but, you know, I bet we could run the entire American car fleet on the anger of Fox News viewers (laughs) after that story. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Electric car, so good, so far.